Good afternoon, everyone. It's Allie Corman, Ed Carson with the breakdown of the action in today's session, Friday, January 19th. And Ed, you know, headed into today, it was looking like a pretty picture perfect rally for the Bulls. And things sure did kick it up a notch into the week's close. Yeah, pretty obvious after today. Really strong gains. Even some of the weak spots got a little brighter. I want to take a look at Supermicro Computer, a huge winner, and also Cloudflare and DraftKings. Okay, well, we'll get to those three stocks, but first let's analyze the major indexes. The NASDAQ today up 1.7%, the S&P 500 up 1.2%, the Dow up more than 1%, and the Russell 2000 up nine-tenths of a percent today as well. And Tech stocks leading the charge earlier this week. You know, we had Taiwan Semi looking positive. Today, Super Micro really fueling tech strength. Yeah, I mean, the market didn't start off the week great. There were some declines, uh, you know, nothing terrible. Just came down to the 21-day line, testing some areas. Uh, some other areas were weaker, but then really came on Thursday as you say, Taiwan Semiconductor, which is really positive for the entire chip sector. Even the TSM is actually a nicely listed stock. But when you when you lift NVIDIA, when you lift Broadcom, you lift all those chips, chip equipment makers had a huge week. A number of them are reporting next week. So that really just cat, you know, was a catalyst on Thursday that kept going today with Supermicro and some other names. So a lot of, a lot of tech leadership today uh, and, you know, really, we got the NASDAQ to get to a two-year high and really decisively. I mean, it wasn't, you know, by the end of the day, it wasn't even close. Still some distance to the all-time highs, but really strong gain. Found support where you'd like it, around the 10-week line once again. Uh, so it doesn't even look extended. Uh, so it's, you know, a lot of things look really strong right now. They sure do. Okay, let's take a look at the S&P. 500 as well. So we are now seeing a record high for the S&P 500, Ed. Yeah. And it was a pretty nice, you know, for a while there, it looked like it was just going to tiptoe as, you know, teasing, teasing, teasing. And it got up there 20 points above. Really nice gain. Uh, strong, you know, it was, I think, you know, all of this week's gain was today, basically, and just really added on the, uh, you know, came through there powerfully above this little range. So it looked like we were in a sideways range and clearly the NASDAQ and the S&P, we are not. And again, found support where you'd like the 21 day, the 50, 10 week line. So really strong action. Yeah. Okay. And let's take a look at the Dow as well, kicking it up a notch here, getting above its sideways range as well. And that pullback bounce area. So now we're just below 38,000 here for blue chip. So also seeing participation there as well. It's not just tech, right? It's yeah. it's other areas of the market too. There are other areas and this one was actually a record high today. So, I mean, it wasn't as exciting because we'd already been hitting record highs on the Dow, but still another record high. So a lot of strength here. Mm -hmm. And let's take a look at... IWM, this tracks the Russell 2000 down for the week, but a reversal right at the 10-week moving average to close off of the lows and to finish down just four-tenths of a percent for the week. So starting a potential bounce here for small caps. If this continues, that would be nice. We had nice breadth today, advanced decline line, you know, pretty decisively, especially, I mean, it, you know, it turned higher. We'll have to see. It was still so-so for the week. There were some really negative breath days to start the week. So uh, that's just something that bears in mind. But we are seeing, it does seem like we're seeing broad leadership. 
Mm -hmm. And so another way we can look at breadth, RSP to start off the week, breadth was not looking so great, as you said, but to finish the week, starting to see uh, a little bit more life there and QQEW, the NASDAQ 100 equal weight ETF breaking out here as well. So seeing a lot of record highs, breakouts, strong action, pretty much all around. Of course, we do want to see a little bit more strength in small caps, but a lot of things are going right right now, heading into <laughs> heading into a big week for yeah, earnings a, season. A lot of earnings. And that's one thing to be like temper your enthusiasm is that when the market is rallying into earnings, especially with Taiwan semi, everybody's excited about the chips. So, you know, it seems like, you know, maybe the good news is priced in, you know, and any disappointment could be punished severely. Not saying it will be, uh, but that's one thing. But yeah, a lot of leadership here, not just in the techs. This, this QQEW says is saying tax pretty much, but it does show that if you're an investor, you can find stocks to buy and, and the stocks that you have been buying, well, they're probably generally doing pretty well. So, uh, you know, it, it'd be nice to see some breadth. It, hopefully the last couple of days are a little bit of a sign of that, but otherwise this rally is looking really strong. It is. And so we mentioned chips, a critical part of the <laughs> strength this week. So here's a look at SMH up 3.8% on Friday for the week. Chips up over 8%. So Ed, this is very, <laughs> very eye-popping here to see this kind of a, a gain for uh, sector ETF. Yeah. I mean, Taiwan Semi is one of the top holdings. Uh, NVIDIA and AMD were huge, AMVIDIA, I mean, all the big names, but it seemed pretty broad-based. I mean, there were some winners and some leaders and laggards in this group, but after a couple of weeks of some divergence, uh, every all the chips seemed to be moving higher. Mm -hmm. And let's check in on software as well. Not not 8% for the week, but 2.3%, <laughs> I guess we'll take it. Uh, but adding on to last week's uh, nice bounce off of the 10 week line as well. And so we're going to get some big software earnings reports next week, Ed. So this will be a space to watch. Yeah. ServiceNow, I think would be the biggest one to, to be watching next week. So that one's been doing great, but you're going to see a lot of names. So some stocks like Adobe, which was peaking out, you know, above the 50 day line, it's like, well, we'll see how far that can peak after ServiceNow. I mean, they're not direct competitors necessarily, but those would be the kind of things, a lot of those software names. Yeah, ServiceNow will really be important mm -hmm. next week. And I think Mike, does Microsoft, nope, we still got two weeks to go. So a little yeah, bit more there time. Is, it's a crazy Microsoft. And then you have Apple and Google and Facebook are all in two weeks. They're all about that. And several of them on the same day. So that'll, but uh, there'll still yeah. be plenty for us to look at next week. Yeah. We got to get through next week first. Okay. Uh, two more ETFs to quickly check in on. Here's XHB, the home builders up 1.3% for the week, taking a closer look at the daily chart, seeing a nice bounce off of a uh, short-term support level there. And we're continuing to see strength in this group. A lot of them that held up nicely during the recent pullback and are now starting to move higher again. It's impressive because the 10-year treasury rose a lot this week, which you know, it was impressive that the whole market rallied with this kind of run, this, but especially the home builders. Uh, so, 
you know, the, the Fed was a little bit, there was some strongish economic, yeah, we can talk about it later, but it's like the, so the, this coming up, consolidating well, uh, DR Horton, I believe, reports next week. So mm-hmm. that'll be a good indicator. We've seen they sort of trickle in. It seems like every couple of weeks there's another home builder reporting, uh, but uh, that that's out there. But a lot of non-home builders, you know, retailers, building materials are, mm-hmm. are doing well as, as well. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mean to cut you off, Ed. Did you want to talk about well, Ed? Yeah, that would be one concern. Another thing is that, okay, breath hasn't been great, is that the 10-year Treasury yield ran up. And so that's a bit of a tailwind. And, you know, there's uh, some strongish economic data. Fed officials and European Central Bank officials went go slow on the Fed rate on rate cuts. Now we're no longer expecting a March rate, March rate cut. It's, I mean, it's almost 50-50, but it's no longer there. And now they're expecting five rate cuts this year, not six. So sometimes the market can rally with rising rates until it doesn't, you know, yeah. it's sort of like it rises and then it's like, Oh, I don't like that anymore. And, uh, you know, like the, the straw that, you know, breaks the camel's back. So we'll see that is something that bears watching the market could suddenly just like not like it still, you know, we're well off the highs from, from late last year. Thanks for that update, Ed. And then we'll take a look at XLI bouncing off the 10 week line as well up fractionally for the week, but a good area to see some support. And you mentioned this area as another one to keep an eye on. So let's take a closer look at SMCI because it grabbed a lot of attention today (laughs) and a lot of investors wanting to get in on the action shares up 36% by sessions close with a finish pretty much at the top of the range today. Volume, a big, big uptick in volume here, Ed. So this was an earnings pre-announcement. So tell us more. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the exact numbers. I think revenue they expect at the midpoint would be doubling or 101%, earnings up 68%. So a huge increase from what we've been seeing and way above estimates, way above estimates. Uh, there wasn't much time to buy this in the buy range. Technically, it's, it came through there. But if you look on a five-minute chart, and it really, it would have been like after five, 10 minutes, it was running past that. I mean, mm-hmm. it really didn't give much of a chance to do that, honestly. Uh, so right around there, it was already gone. Uh, you know, not that you could have, you know, so at this point, I mean, it's just an amazing. So if you'd gotten into it and it would have been hard because this was a messy base, it was getting better. You know, it wasn't as bad. It was tightening up. It was strengthening, but still pretty, pretty wild. Uh, would have been hard to be in this name. At this point, I think you want to look, see, look, if you can, you know, have some kind of tight flag or just some kind of tight action for a little while, just some kind of basic, maybe treat it sort of like a gap up at this point, because it ran so fast it almost feels like a gap up and just sort of seeing maybe there'd be a place to buy or, or, or add shares. Uh, but that's, that's as tricky you know, it's not, you can't buy every one. This was really powerful. And this is uh, another positive sign because this is in the AI space. Basically they run, make a lot of servers that, you know, when people are buying those NVIDIA and AMD chips, they stick them into uh, super micro, uh, you know, devices. So uh, that's, that's one reason why people have been excited about it. Uh, and, uh, but that's probably what people should be doing here. If you do have it, uh, probably would try to want to hold it for a while. It did hit 20%. So, and one day it hit the, triggered the eight-week hold rule. Uh, so we'll have to see about that. But uh, really impressive move. Yeah, it is. And so um, NVIDIA, it seems like that is the AI hardware play that a lot of trend traders have been focused on and that one is now extended and you know the numbers perhaps a little better here but clearly 
investors like what SMCI had to say in the earnings report. <laughs> so uh, now we'll watch and see if it can uh, hold this big move and tighten up, as you said, Ed. Okay, let's take a look at Net. This is Cloudflare bouncing off of the moving averages here. If we look at the weekly chart, a nice upside reversal at the 10-week line. And this was our stock of the day today. Yeah, and so found support of the 10-week, 50-day line, the old buy point. Uh, after today, I believe it will have a flat base. You know, I think it's you know just enough on a weekly chart that will have one. But in any case, it's a downward sloping trend line. It got above, got, you know, sort of rebounded above the 21 day line. So I think the 80 price level was a play. Yeah, right. With an area where you could have bought, you could still buy it for sure. There's a little bit of time before it reports, uh, you know, this is a you know, sort of, uh, you know, cloud monitoring and, and security play. Uh, the service now, I could have an influence on this, but this was a nice place to maybe enter this name, sort of a base on base formation. Volume wasn't tremendous. That'd be one thing. There wasn't a lot of volume here, but the volume was pretty dry during the pullback. When it really came down, it really wasn't, the volume was pretty light. So uh, we'd like to see more on the upside, but it was pretty strong here. Mm -hmm. Well said, Ed. And we'll round things out with a look at DraftKings DKNG. I really liked the move from this stock on Thursday with some nice volume behind it as it got back above that 50-day. Yeah, really nice. And you certainly could have bought that. And you know, there was also nice volume on Wednesday, too. Really big gain. So, And there wasn't really any news that I saw uh, on this one uh, either day. So nice action. I think you could could be buying here. I think you could also buy it like at Friday's high and get above that trend line because it sort of was hitting resistance right at that kind of trend line area. So just use that. It'd be great if it could form a handle here. I mean, just let the things catch up, but it's not too far extended uh, mm -hmm. from the moving averages, I believe. So this is a uh, nice action here. It does go on these moves. It has, seems to have a tendency to make this move and then sort of consolidate. So you don't want, I mean, that would be an issue about if you buy, it's not a stair stepper, but maybe it takes big jumps, like it jumps up and then rests, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and so, and just something to note that it's probably nice to get an early entry in there because there could be that risk of you sort of come back and pause and consolidate for a while. But uh, this one's turning profitable, really strong growth and uh, a lot to like about this name as well. Great. Okay, Ed, well, give us our action plan for the week ahead. What should investors be preparing for? You know, uh, they definitely have to be preparing for earnings season. Uh, as always, it's like on that, you need to know not just about the stock that you own, but, you know, like you saw how all the chips move with Taiwan Semi, and you're going to see that service now. So you may not own any stocks that report next week, but there's a good chance that there's uh, some things that, are, that could easily move off that. So you want to be doing that. You want to have your watch list ready. Look, there are stocks setting up. Maybe we're getting out of this sideways rally. I mean, you know, there's it's not it's not perfect, but that's that's some ways that's better. I mean, if it's perfect, then everybody's excited, you know, excited. Uh, so you yeah. want to be ready because you don't want to buy extended. You want to be doing your homework now so you can get into things pretty quickly before things run up and, and get out of hand. And then you feel like you need to chase. So that would be the strategy. Do do your study, do your work, and be ready for some 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 pretty big moves in the next couple of weeks. Sounds like a plan, Ed. Well, thank you so much for that. And thanks everyone for tuning in. That is it from us for this week. But we will be back with more on Monday morning on IBD Live. So definitely join us, investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on that. We will see you there and we'll also see you back here on Monday after the close.
This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.